Welcome to the Dr. Iman Sadri Show podcast, insight on mastering the psychology of weight loss, oral health, and interviews with masterminds. Hey folks, welcome back to the Dr. Iman Sadri Show podcast. This is your host, Dr. Iman Sadri. Great to be here. We're continuing January 2022. And, uh, you know, today I'm just continuing going through the chapters of my book and each chapter is a podcast title. You know, my book, Master the Psychology of Weight Loss, get your your copy February 7th, 2022 on Amazon. Um, again, Master the Psychology of Weight Loss by me, Dr. Iman Sadri. I lost 40 pounds by cutting out carbs and intermittent fasting. And so, you know, I encourage people who see my before and after picture um, to try the same, you know, kind of lifestyle. You know, again, check with a medical doctor first, check with a nutritionist first to make sure your caloric intake and BMI needs and nutritional needs are met, you know, because, you know, in a lot of ways it was drastic. I cut out a lot of calories too by 25%, my caloric intake. And if it's below the minimal BMI, you know, necessary, that's how people lose weight. If it's too extreme, you know, sometimes not enough protein. So that's why I need to improve is adding protein, building muscle, but I've lost 40 pounds. I've lost, I went from 201 to 161 and I've kept it off. Two years later, I lost 24 pounds in 10 weeks. Then I lost the rest, 17 pounds, by pretty much being very strict about not eating anything after 6 p.m. So what are we talking about today? The title today is how to be a skinny foodie, okay? So I see all these foodies on TV, you know, God, uh, RIP, God rest his soul, uh, Anthony Bourdain. He was a skinny foodie. You know, this guy I know, I call him a friend of mine, uh, if I would oblige, you know, met him a few times. I mean, I don't know where the, the qualification of the word friend comes in. I think they, people throw that around, especially on Facebook. It's like you met a guy at a mall for like 12 seconds and he's considered your friend. But, um, you know, with this guy, Dan Adute, he's a Persian guy, comedian, he's awesome. Uh, because he's got a podcast, um, you know, it's the top 10 foodie pod, food podcast in America, actually. Um, and he goes into celebrities' uh, refrigerators and see, see what's in there. I think it's called Green Eggs and Dan is the name of his podcast. Dan Adute. He's got his own show now on the Food Network. But this guy, he calls himself a foodie. He is a foodie. He's a comedian, stand-up comedian. And he's relayed his passion and his talents to making a TV show. And it's called Raid the Fridge. And I'm proud of this guy because I got a magazine, Persian Observer. That's kind of what some people know me for. A lot of people know me for teeth whitening. Check out SoCalTeethWhitening.com. And the people, see, this is why I do all these things because the people who don't know about me for teeth whitening because they're in like Wichita, they can learn about me for my book, Master the Psychology of Weight Loss, right? Nobody from Topeka, Kansas is coming anytime soon for teeth whitening in 100 mile radius of Southern California. So, but I could reach out to them with my weight loss book. I even wrote a children's book, Faramush. The story of the forgetful mouse. But today we're talking about how to be a skinny foodie. Why? Because that's one of the chapters in my book, right? You know, I'll go through the chapters of my book. You know, I'm, pr- I'm proud of my book uh, because it took me a long time. But I lost this weight and I started writing this book because people... No, nobody really asked me. Some people did. But nobody really asked me about the psychology of weight loss. You know, again, the chapters are... You're not missing out. So that's one episode. You know, the, the rest of them, all these will be episodes. Some of them have been already. The ramifications of overeating are not worth the consequences. Number three. So number one chapter, you're not missing out. Number two, the ramifications of overeating are not worth the consequences. Number three, no bread, no rice, no pizza, no pasta, no fries, right? 
Chapter 4, Intermittent Fasting, How to Not Eat After 6 p.m. Chapter 5, The Water Balloon Effect. Literally, I am like a water balloon. If I eat dinner six nights in a row, I'm literally going to gain 10 pounds. If I don't eat, like if in one week, if I don't eat anything after 6 p.m., I guarantee I will lose 5 pounds. I, will, I just Basically, the, the body just eats any extra fat on itself as fuel supply. That's literally what is going on if at 10 p.m., if you've not ate after 5 p.m. and you had a medium-sized, no-carb meal, the concept of intermittent fasting is the most effective way I have seen people lose weight, including myself. Again, I was playing basketball every day or five days a week, but I was eating 4,000 calories a day, and that's not going to move the needle forward, okay? And I get that line from Bedros Cooley, and check out his podcast. The guy's awesome. A lot of these guys... You know, I've I listened to Tom Bilyeu. Um, you know, you know these guys could just be sitting in the beach in Tahiti, but they're they're coming out with like wisdom, and they they're coming out with urgency to get it out in humanity, and they're trying to continue to gain wisdom from other people. You know, Tom Bilyeu, founder of Quest Protein, he's got impact theory. They don't have to be doing what he's doing, but he's giving insight, and I learned about Mel Robbins from him, who's amazing. She's got this. Uh, you know, concepts. She's got a book called Give Yourself a High Five, The High Five Effect. She's unbelievable. She counts down to five when she wants to get up. All these people. There's a blind guy he brought on who's like a multi-millionaire business guy who did did all that when he was blind. Are you joking me? So, continue. Chapter six is at the drive-thru. All right. So, at the drive-thru, I teach people how to eat healthy. Chapter seven is digest yourself. The body does the weight loss on its own. Chapter eight. This is the title today. How to be a skinny foodie. And we're going to jump into it. Chapter 9. Many animals eat only once per day. Chapter 10. The hidden perks of skipping breakfast and dinner. Chapter 11. I can get Oprah to lose weight and keep it off. Yeah, I make that bold ass claim and I'm going to stick to it. And I hope she sees that chapter. And, you know, once the book is completely done, I'm going to mail her a copy. You know, if she's interested. And lastly, intentful eating, intentful living. Okay, so how do you be a skinny foodie? Well... I'm a skinny foodie, if you want to call it that. I don't have gourmet food every day because I don't make time for it. Um, but at least a couple days a week I do. And, I, and how you be a skinny foodie is this. That's the only meal you're eating and you don't have any carbs. Okay, You don't need to be a foodie by eating bread, rice, pasta. Okay, I can argue that all day long because the food that's nutritious and really tastes great is not from any of the carbs. Like 99%. Now, is there amazing pasta? Probably, but I have zucchini pasta, zoodles. Is there amazing bread? Probably, but any kind of foodie shows, any of these shows you're looking at, majority of the, like, not, I'm going to kind of continue watching some more of these because I, I try to get inspired. You know, I don't want to call it Keto or Atkins. Or I don't want to give it any name because I don't know. I haven't read any of those books. Um, you know, paleo, I don't know anything about that. I've literally not even read a chapter on any of that stuff. So this is my own version, but I've cut out pretty much any starch-related carbs. So if you only eat once a day, if you skip breakfast and you skip dinner, or you have a medium-sized lunch, um, if you're going to have a big dinner, then you cannot have a breakfast or lunch, and that's pretty hard. You know, I tried to do that a couple times. I was invited to dinner. It's hard to not eat lunch. You're going to end up having two medium-sized meals a day. And you can have dinner a couple nights a week. I mean, I have dinner a couple nights a week. So how am I a skinny foodie? Well, I go to the restaurant across the street from where I live. Um, amazing chicken sandwich, right? It's a $30, $25 chicken sandwich. It's not 
at a drive-thru. It's a nice restaurant. And you know what? Um, yeah, I'm going to name drop, actually. It's called Houston's in Irvine. And they have a, a Hillstone chain. It is you know, good advertising for them, maybe, because I get a couple hundred downloads. Maybe Why not? At least one person might try it out. And I go there, and they have a chicken sandwich. I, I tell them no bread. I tell them no fries. I get a side of coleslaw and the chicken sandwich, and I literally eat it like a steak. And I saw another guy sitting there doing the same thing. He was actually eating a chicken sandwich with a knife and fork. Nobody looked at him. Nobody looks at me weird. You know, I'll even get a honey uh, side of Dijon mustard and ketchup and dip it in. It's amazing. It's unbelievable. And guess what? There, another chapter I wrote is a hidden perks. And so we get to that. The hidden perks of eating only once per day. Uh, I'm sorry. The hidden perks of skipping breakfast and dinner, rather. Um, you know, you know the, the ramifications of overeating are not worth the consequences. The ramifications of carbs are not worth the consequences. And so in that chapter, I also talk about when you're eating with carbs, you're eating a bread, like actually like a burger, like you actually got to hold it and eat it kind of animalistic. And uh, that's problematic because you're kind of holding it because of the bread. You're holding a burger because of the bread, but you're trying to chew into the core nutritional values, which are in the middle of the bread. And so why even do it that way? Why not just have it with a knife and fork? It's more sophisticated anyway. Does it look weird? Maybe, but a little piece of beef or piece of steak is just as symmetrically identical to a piece of chicken sandwich that you can cut. And it's crispy and it's fried, I suppose. And so that's not really, it's not a grilled chicken sandwich. It's a crispy chicken sandwich. And so technically it's really the cheat meal of the week for me, you know, and I might have that like once a week and not even all the time. So, but no bread. And if I'm going to eat it late, then that's really the only time I do it. Maybe a second time of the week. But anytime I eat late, the next day I'm gaining weight, right? Anytime I even have a medium or heavy sized dinner with no carbs, the next day I'm going to gain weight. So that's why we talk about the water balloon effect. If you don't eat, especially intermittent fasting, you're literally going to digest yourself. If you eat, that can turn into fat. And how many times have you had a late dinner and bunch of, you know, dessert and you li- and I literally look like me, like me, I literally look pregnant the next day, like bloated. You know, I'm just kind of sick of that feeling. So, uh, and when you don't eat, you feel light and refreshed the next morning. It's crazy. Like, you know what I mean? And just test it out. As Will Smith says, he said, you know, I try to minimize saying that. And Will Smith, if he does hear this. Yeah, you know, everybody can improve. If I am with someone, I'm trying to be a better listener. Um, and because that's why I have a podcast. I got a lot on my, uh, my mind, a lot to say. And so what I have, I'm doing a better job is literally storing the thought and the question in a, uh, a little bucket and coming back to it. And trying to, so that's one thing I'm trying to avoid. If somebody says, you know, and um, too much, that can be eliminated to make them be a little bit more intentful with what they're saying. And I feel like, again, this chapter I wrote, intentful eating, intentful living, you are getting, you have to be in control of, try to learn to predict the future, as Steve Jobs says. You can learn to predict the future by, you can predict the future of your, your own health by not eat, overeating and not eating carbs. You know, because if somebody does that, then they're going to gain weight. And if they don't, they're going to lose weight. And so, you know, that's applicable to everything in life. And I'm not doing that in every aspect as optimum as I am in terms of eating healthy. And I'm working on it. But it's got to be more consistent in every other category in life. 
that's the thing with life. There's like, you know, a hundred categories, probably more, but you try to consolidate them. And you, you, whatever people make a priority and put effort towards is something that has, you know, positive consequences. I'm doing some public speaking now, talking about all this stuff. You know, I read about time management. They say, don't do a to-do list, write a calendar, right? So you can put a calendar of when you're going to eat, middle of the day. So you can be a skinny foodie by cutting out carbs and only eating once a day. It kind of is a cycle, the same concept I'm talking about. That's one advantage is literally because you're going to taste the food better. I have Persian food, and here's an example. I have Persian food, and I don't have rice. I've been you know, told I have to have rice forever. No, get rid of the rice. Have it with the salad. It's so much more flavorful. How many times have you had bread and the bread was too hard? It ruined the sandwich. How many times have you had pizza? Pizza was too hard. Or not, not, the bread wasn't good enough. It ruined the, 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 the dish. How many times have you had a bunch of bread? By the time the food came that you were trying to enjoy, you felt full. So being as skinny foodie as possible. Because all these guys, they only eat once a day, right? And Anthony Bourdain, I read somewhere he was only eating once a day for the longest time. And so especially on his trips, if you're going to have a big, massive meal, that's his only meal of the day. That's how he stayed skinny. And people are like, oh, because he walked a lot and because of cigarettes. No, that's garbage. That's in France. So, and in France, they only eat like, you know, small portions. And if they're going to have bread or whatever, it's only their only meal of the day a lot of the times. They'll tell me. Uh, these guys, they, they say they, don't, they skip, they have coffee for breakfast. I met these French guys too. I'm, How are you so skinny? Skinny jeans, guys, size 28 wet waist, eating a sandwich, a ciabatta bread. And I'm like, what are you doing, dude? He's like, well, this is my only, this is my only meal of the day. It's 1,400 calories. That's it. I'm like, wow, see, people don't know that. It's skinny foodie, the skinny foodie because you're only eating once a day, right? So think about that. There are foodies who are overweight. There's, how many, there's people on TV who are, have their own food network, uh, food show on media in the Food Network too. Some are skinny, some are overweight. The ones who are overweight are eating multiple times a day. You could still be a foodie by only eating once a day, right? You could still be a gym rat only going once a day. You know, a lot of people go to the gym two or three times. They don't get any any improvement. Some people go once for an hour, 90 minutes, 40 minutes, and they're massively, uh, you know, in great shape because what they're doing in that time is, you know, maximizing their potential. And so, especially with taste buds, taste buds will actually enjoy themselves more if they're not inundated with multiple different tastes. And to me, as a dentist, I'm doing research on the link between the taste bud cravings and hypothalamus in the brain. And so there's a lot of neuroscience behind stuff like that, which is kind of interesting. So I leave you with this. You can be a skinny foodie. Again, check with the nutritionist. I'm not telling you to do anything that I did that's going to make you calorically deficient. But um, I, I, was, I lost weight by being calorically deficient. Did I miss out on certain nutritional needs? Probably, uh, but I didn't care about that. But I'm telling you, please check the disclaimer. Check with a nutritionist and a medical doctor before... You know, you know, adhering any kind of an intermittent fasting or no carb uh, or low carb type kind of diet. But I mean, if somebody's massively overweight, they're overweight, they're obese, especially 80 million people have obesity in this country. They have room to burn fat. Overweight. I was overweight. I wasn't even considered obese, but I had extra fat that I was able to digest. And that's how I'm skinny. That's how I have this energy to come now and talk to you. I wasn't like this a couple years ago. You know, I've always been like kind of more talkative. Maybe I've turned off a lot more people recently because I'm literally like a game show host just coming out with fire. But that's why, you know, 
I do consulting with a dental company. I'm out, you know, in the dental office and we do teeth whiting. And so the consulting comp- that we do with the company is number one in the region. And so because of my communication skills and urgency that I, you know, and I'm relaying that to my own patients. So uh, this has been Dr. Iman. And you can follow me on social media at Dr. Iman Sadri. And also, um, you know, you can check my blog, PersianObserver.com. And my new book, Master the Psychology of Weight Loss. Get your copy uh, in about two weeks on Amazon. You can pre-order starting uh, January 31st. And you're going to get my other book, Faramoosh, Story of the Forgetful Mouse on Amazon. Um, And that's going to be a subsequent podcast talking about that book. About a forgetful mouse learns to overcome his amnesia by learning from a blind mouse. He's trying to win cheese for his orphanage. He's struggling in the practice maze. And if he wins the big maze race of the year, he'll win free cheese. You know, the winner of the maze race wins free cheese among 5,000 mice. And he's got amnesia, but he's able to overcome it by learning from a blind mouse. And the main takeaway there is that people have bigger obstacles. There's other people who overcome greater obstacles than the, than the one people are kind of struggling with themselves. So, and they think it's like massively impossible. No, there's 2 billion people who don't have running water. There are people who show up in this country with a suitcase and four kids on a basketball team 30 years later, you know, a la the uh, owner of the Kings. I don't think he had kids at the time, but he had 50 bucks in a suitcase, and now he owns a basketball team 30 years later, you know, Vivek Ranadive. So people come in here with all kinds of obstacles, have all kinds of obstacles and challenges. In the little 90 minutes they can spare per day, they're trying to move the needle forward by working on their talents. So make sure you do that as well. Again, goes back to intentful eating and tenful living. Master your minutes. That's from YouTube. This A lot of this is just kind of stuff I get and just throw it out there back to you. So master your minutes. Ma- so you're not going to master your minutes by eating three, four times a day. Okay? So be a skinny foodie. You can enjoy food. This has been Dr. Iman Sadri. Hope to see you at the next episode. Or at least hope you listen to the next episode. If you found this information helpful, hit the YouTube.